It's Fatu and I'm back with another episode and I'm not even going to make like a long introduction as to like where I've been or what I've been doing because that's not really relevant right now. But today we're going to be talking about something that's sort of relevant right now and it's vaccines. So right now we are literally in a global pandemic because of COVID-19 aka coronavirus and I'm just explaining that because I'm like, what if somebody listens to this in the future and they're like, what are you talking about? But I mean, somebody in the future would probably know what I'm talking about because how could you not know about coronavirus? But anyway, um, as of this recording on April 8th at 3 a.m., yeah, it's 3 a.m. right now. And if I'm talking in like a quiet voice, it's because it's literally 3 a.m. and I don't want to be loud, but because I live in an apartment and what do I, I keep on going on a tangent, but again, I'm saying as of this recording on April 8th at 3 a.m., there is no vaccine. So long story short, I'm just going to go over a few things about vaccines. So why we need vaccines, why anti-vaxxers don't think we need vaccines, and why that's not only uninformed, but really dangerous. And also what are some misconceptions and myths people have about vaccines. So to start off, why we need vaccines should honestly be a no-brainer, but um, apparently it's not because there are some millions of people that don't believe in getting them, and we need them because in the world there are diseases and infections that can make you very sick or even kill you, and we know that because before, millions and millions of people died or were really ill because of these infections that now have vaccines. And this isn't a thing of the past at all. People in underdeveloped countries around the world are affected by the same infections every day, but they don't have access to the vaccines and they die, like of malaria, for example. And there are people that are anti-vaccination and believe for a bunch of different reasons that vaccines are actually bad for you and doctors shouldn't be trusted at all and all they care about is money and all kinds of crazy things. And this kind of ideology is dangerous because now in the 21st century, year 2020, these diseases that hardly anybody in developed countries see anymore are resurging and people are getting sick or dying because of them. And not only can people with vaccines put themselves in danger, but they can also put pregnant women, the elderly, babies, and immunocompromised people in danger too. And it sucks because nowadays, Nowadays, people have the ability to go on different social media platforms and spread all kinds of misinformation that people end up buying into and spreading themselves. And if you don't know any anti-vaxxers or you haven't seen any of their posts or arguments, these are the things, these are the reasons that they're against vaccines. One of them being, what did people do before vaccines? Well, Karen, people died. Let's take smallpox, for example. There are estimates that smallpox killed 300 million people just in the 21st century. And that's literally just the 20th century. Millions of people died before then. But in 1977, the disease was completely eradicated thanks to that vaccine. And you don't know a single person in your lifetime, probably, that has had smallpox. And you never will because of that vaccine. 
Another one I see all the time from anti-vaxxers is there's mercury in vaccines. Mercury is really, really bad for you. And one ingredient that's been heavily studied and discussed in vaccines is the Marisol. And the Marisol contains mercury, specifically methyl mercury. And everyone knows that high levels of mercury in your body can be really dangerous and can kill you. But when the Marisol enters your body, it breaks down the mercury and doesn't stay in your system long. And the link between mercury and autism has been debunked because of this fact. Also, speaking of autism, a lot of people say vaccines give you autism. Well, to start, the man who is behind this theory is a disgrace and discredited former doctor, emphasis on former, Dr. Andrew Wakefield. His hypotheses were that vaccines, specifically the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine, MMR, damage your intestinal lining and thus allow like the autism to come in. And I can't even say that with a straight face because there's obviously like a scientific, like a more scientific explanation to this theory. But this is supposed to be like a short podcast and I'm like not a doctor and nobody really wants to hear me talk about like encephalophic passageways and it's like, no. But anyway, I'm not a doctor and neither is this guy anymore. They took his license away. But I, I digress. Um, his study was criticized and completely discredited because of all of his procedural errors, undisclosed financial conflicts of interest, and ethical violations. And after this, Andrew Wakefield lost his medical license and he no longer practices, but he still is out there protesting and saying all these crazy things about vaccines that are proven to not be true. And other doctors and scientists actually tried to replicate his findings in his study, but they couldn't because he was full of shit. And also you're bored with autism. People don't find out till later because it's a developmental disorder that's on a spectrum. So the range and severity of the symptoms vary and come as come out as kids get older and their communication, interactions, and behavior develop and start to show. So getting vaccines doesn't cause autism. You like, you have autism, you just have it. That's like saying vaccines cause Down syndrome, but you can't just get those things out of the blue because you're born with them. But unlike Down syndrome, you can't tell if you have autism from a genetic test or just looking at somebody. But again, you just can't get that. You just don't develop them. You already have them. You either have it or you don't. You can't get it from something. And the last one I want to talk about is when people say, I don't have vaccines or nobody in my family has vaccines and I'm fine. We're perfectly healthy. We've never been sick. And that one is super easy. That's because of herd immunity. Because of herd immunity, as long as a large majority of people are immunized in any population, even the unimmunized will be protected from certain diseases. And with so many people resistant, an infectious disease will never really get the chance to establish itself and spread. So unvaccinated people never get those vaccines because of the vaccinated people. So if you don't get vaccines, you're literally just relying on those of us that do to keep you healthy. And the more and more people stop getting vaccines, outbreaks happen. Speaking of which, according to the CDC, 
In 2019, there were 1,282 cases of the measles in the U.S., and that was across 31 states. And it's funny because, like, okay, it's not funny. Like, the measles aren't funny. But, like, three states that it was really big in were Texas, California, and Washington, which are all states that I have lived in or live in right now. And, yeah, so this was the most cases of the measles reported in the U.S. since 1992. And why? Because there are communities with pockets of unvaccinated people And the more people get unvaccinated, especially in those small, close-knit communities, the more those diseases will return and people get sick and, again, people can die. So, long story long is vaccines save lives. Like, that's, that's just it. That, that's on period. Like, that's, there's not much to say. I mean, apparently there's a lot to say because this is at, like, eight minutes now, but, In this day and age, we're exposed to so much information from so many different angles, and it can be difficult sometimes to separate what's real from what's not. And a lot of these conspiracy theories come about because people want to believe that the government or powerful entities or doctors are orchestrating these things. People use conspiracies, in my opinion, as a coping mechanism because sometimes it's really hard and a little scary to just accept that some things are just out of our control and there's really no way to prevent them. But the beauty of this era is that we have so much knowledge at our fingertips and you can literally Google anything. I have like 30 tabs open just researching this topic alone. And again, as always, I'm going to have like all the major links in the description. So if you don't believe me, Just look at these scientific journals from like trusted, reputable sources, no conspiracy theories. And once you let go of those conspiracy theories and actually start being critical of things you read online, things will make more sense to you and you won't be as afraid of things that are honestly harmless, like vaccines. Like, again, I'm not going to lie. There are some conspiracy theories that I like to dabble in and watch like documentaries about and stuff but as a whole like when it comes to things like this like serious medical things that affect people and can kill people like that kind of stuff like I I just don't joke around with but that's pretty much it yeah I hope this wasn't too like I don't even know I haven't recorded a episode in so long. I don't even know what I'm really talking about anymore. I just wanted something, you know, kind of relevant, but like still not too, too much right now because we're already hearing all kinds of crazy things. And I just want to remind people that vaccines are good and hopefully there's a coronavirus vaccine and people can stop getting sick and dying and our lives can get back to the new normal, whatever, whatever that's going to be. But Again, vaccines are good. Okay, um, bye, good night. To me right now, it's like three o'clock in the morning. Thanks for listening.